Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, Dr. Tavara Johnson. And if you guys know me, I'm always excited for my show today. I have a very special guest, and I'm telling you, she is walking in her God-given purpose. She is making an impact in the lives of so many, and she is definitely dominating the sphere of influences that God would have given to her. And so I want to welcome Prophetess Kathy Rami to the show, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Oh, it's wonderful to be on, Dr. Tavera. I'm truly honored. I thank you for the opportunity. And I also want to give honor to you for the impact you are having in the community with the different avenues and the way that the Lord is using you. And so we bless God for you, Dr. Tavera. Well, thank you so much, Prophet Kathy. And, of course, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule just to be able to empower and motivate our listening audience tonight. Amen. But amen. Before we go ahead and get started, amen. Before we get started, I just want you just to share with our listening audience just a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Okay. All right. I am um, a mother. I am a wife. I'm married to my husband, Apostle Bruno Remy. Um, we are pastors of the Glory Center Church in Tamarack, Florida. Um, I'm also a advanced registered nurse practitioner. I am a realtor. I am an author. I am a, a life coach. I have a mentorship program. Um, <laughs> and so um, uh, the Lord has been using me in different avenues, so not just in ministry, but also being instrumental in the marketplace so that we can definitely reach many individuals through those different avenues. Wow. It's amazing. You do so many um, things. You wear so many hats. Um, and so one of the questions I would really want to ask you, because in fact, you do a plethora of things, how do you manage to balance all of what you have going on and still maintain your sanity and still maintain, <laughs> you know, even your relationship with God? Like, how do you, how do you manage to do all of that? Ooh, let me tell you, um, the grace of God, it's all the grace of God. When I say it, it is not always easy. Um, sometimes as women, we are definitely like the go-getters. We like to make moves. We, like to, we, de- we have that desire to see the manifestation of what God has spoken over our lives, or we have that desire to just see things come to fruition and so um, we are ready to go forward, forward. We're ready to advance. And sometimes God has to tell me to be still, be still, um, and begin to prioritize. And so the first thing that I do in order to maintain my sanity, and I thank the Lord for his grace, is seeking God first. Seek, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I seek God first. He is, the, he is on my mind in the midnight hours. He is on my mind when I wake up in the morning. I am 
um, praying. I'm talking to. I'm talking to Jesus. I am in the Word, and so, in order for me to keep things in balance and keep things in order to not lose my mind, because I'll be honest with you, there are times I have felt overwhelmed. Um, but in order to even hear how I'm supposed to move, I have to redirect myself and reposition myself in his presence and in his rest. And so that's how the Lord has really sustained me and supported me in the season of wearing many hats. And also knowing when to, there's some, there are times when you have to eliminate things from your schedule. It's all about what we're doing what we're doing um, in the season. Sometimes we hold on to things from former seasons or we take on things too quickly. And this is when you begin to say, okay, I've taken on too much or I'm still holding on to this and the Lord has been telling me to let this go. And so we get to that point where, like, oh, my gosh, I am overwhelmed. We have to assess what is on my table. What is on my table that should no longer be on my table? What have I probably taken on too soon that I, I need to put a hold on and maybe revisit and, and go before the throne and pray concerning those decisions so that you know that you are making the right decision? I think that is very um, important what you said. I mean, well, you said a whole lot of things that you talked about. Um, you know, sometimes being overwhelmed because if you're not careful, you could feel like, hey, I have I have to be a superwoman. I think sometimes we get in that space with women to feel like mm-hmm. we have to um, mm-hmm. more or less be the savior when there is already a savior. You know, I oh, think yeah. we like, cannot, you know, tackle everything or we can get to everybody, um, you know, or like just be able to, like you said, remove some things from your schedule and then think about whether or not you would have done something prematurely because I know for me sometimes when God give me things or he downloads strategies that I guess to me because I'm yeah. a visionary, I always I I always have to say, God, is it time yet? You know, I yeah. don't want to move too quickly. And there have been some things where I would have seen where I could be honest with myself and say, Okay, Devon, you move too quickly. You know, yeah. and so when you yeah. do that, then you gotta you gotta have to take a step back with it then to kinda of come back again, you know. And so I'm glad that you mentioned that so if anyone who maybe listening yeah. like they could ask themselves these questions, you know. Um, is it time yet? And I think you always have to try to be discerning um of God's timing and the seeing that he has. Amen. That's so absolutely I think that's it. Yeah, that's and, absolutely you know, it. Being discerning, amen. For the transparency that you would have gave, um, as amen. well, because you know, I people feel as though, as leaders, leaders don't make mistakes, or leaders don't feel overwhelmed, or you know, there's yeah. certain things that that doesn't happen to leaders, you know. An <laughs> aspect of it, and that you could become overwhelmed, you know, the same way. You know, you may probably seek God for them. You got to seek God for yourself. You know, and after you have to practice whatever you're preaching, you know. And so yes, definitely. Uh, thank you so much for uh, that transparency. Amen. Now, of course, with you, all of the areas that you would have mentioned, um, or just even being called by God, you know, can you share with us 
when or even how did you know that God was calling you to these different areas? To the different areas as far as um, advanced registered nurse practitioner <laughs> and real estate and, yeah, well, and so well, forth? Well, more so ministry. More so ministry. Ministry, okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, um, yes. Yeah. From ministry, yeah. yes. Um, it actually uh, occurred after meeting my husband. Um, after meeting my husband, we got married. You know, as far as ministry, it was something that I never imagined, something that I never thought that I would see myself doing and even working as an advanced registered nurse practitioner. At the time, it, it never registered for me. And I I know that my husband um, mentioned to me that uh, he actually spoke into my life. He said that, you're you're a prophet, um, but it didn't necessarily register to me at the time, because um, at the time we were in the process of adjusting to marriage life, and I was in the process of seeking the Lord in a way that I've never sought Him before, um, and this actually that that initiated even before I met my husband, and that actually got my husband's attention was my pursuit after God, um, and so I. I I was in a space of pursuing God, and it was it did not necessarily again register that God was going to use me until we we went to Nigeria for instead of going out and celebrating our first year anniversary, what we did was in the year of two thousand and fifteen we went to support our spiritual parents, Apostle Mosey and Gloria Maduba, um, who we love dearly and honor dearly. We went to support their ministry and at that time, the women of God just began to they speak over me, but like towards the ending of the the, the ceremony, the, 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 towards the ending of the conference, they were saying, "God is going to use you in the area of deliverance. The Lord is going to use you um, in the area of healing, the, uh, healing and helping women to heal and overcome." And it was that time the words those words finally registered to me and I realized, okay, um, the Lord has a plan for me. You know, we read the Bible that the Lord has a plan for each and every one. So I know the plans that I have for you. Um, but a lot of us tend to underestimate the plan based on our experiences. Cause I was discounting myself. I said, um, I have a past, and my past is not going to allow me to move in the way that God was seeing me. So I still wasn't seeing myself in the prism of how God sees me. And so I began to say, okay, I was a exotic dancer. Um, I lived a, a, I've had a history of, um, of being homeless. I've done the abortions. I've I've almost wanted to commit suicide several times. I've come from a family history of being exposed to voodoo and even participating in voodoo. I've, and, and so there was just so many things in my background that was speaking louder than what God was saying. And so it was difficult for me to hear it before. It wasn't until I, until I continued my journey of um, discovery Self-discovery is when you first discover God, because until you truly discover him, you'll never know who you are. 
And so in my journey of self-discovery in discovering the Lord and who he is and how he loves us and how he is merciful, God began to reveal himself unto me. So when those words came forth in Nigeria in July 2015, I said, wow, God's plans are bigger than I allowed myself to see. And so it was from that point forward, then the Lord began to open my eyes even more so. Um, uh, My husband was very instrumental in helping me to see and guiding me on how to see. And my husband would say, just spend time with God, just spend quiet time with God. I remember he said, "And, and write down everything God shows you. And I I just sat there and I saw the Lord using me as a minister of the gospel. And and this is basically how the journey began. Wow. That is amazing. I am glad that you shared that, you know, your past was speaking louder than what God was saying. Because it really lets those who are listening in that know that, Listen, it doesn't matter what your past looks like. It doesn't matter what people try to say or where they try to box you in or keep you. If God has given a word concerning your life that that is who you're going to be once you begin to um, walk in that direction. Because, you know, I know there are a lot of people sometimes who feel like, hey, I'm not good enough. Did he really call me um, to do these things knowing that, I have this past, and I always like to tell people, well, look at the Bible. I mean, you know, Paul persecuted him. He was Saul at the time, but who used to yes. persecute the church more than anybody? <laughs> you know? Yes, and he had yes. He had a for God. So, you know, and I think this is also important, too, like why why we all should continue to read our Bibles, because when you do, it lets you. I tell people all the time, the same issues or things that you see in the Bible or what you have going on, they write in the Bible. <laughs> you know, yes. and you really could find answers too. And so, if God could use all of these people, and at the end of the day, He still turned around and say, David was a man after God's heart, after He yes. sent someone out to, you know, to die, you know, mm-hmm. literally in battle to die. I mean, but He He still considered him to be a man after His heart, and so. Amen. You know, no matter what you would have, what you may be experiencing or how you may feel about your past, if God has given a word concerning you, know that that is what he has called you to be. Just just Amen. walk in it unapologetically, unashamedly, just walk in it. Yes. Man, Absolutely. thank you. Man, that is, that now, if, is if the so Lord could amazing. use Rahab... <laughs> If the Lord yes. can use Rahab in the lineage of Christ, why can't God use you? Why can't God use me? My gosh. You know, and, and, and sometimes what happens is that shame just becomes a dark cloud over you. And, and this is why God says, I'm going to give you, I'm going to take away the garment of shame and give you a garment of praise. My gosh, glory be unto God, because mm-hmm. it's the, the power, the transformative power of God. When you begin to realize who you are, his, the power of God is transformative. He'll take your ashes and give you beauty. He'll release you from mm-hmm. being captive. Glory be unto God. He'll restore, he'll restore that which was stolen from us, because a lot of us don't realize our identity have been stolen. Many of us don't realize yes. 
from our experiences. The, our innocence have been mm-hmm. stolen. And so we walk around with a false identity. And then when we come to realization of who God says that we are, of what he placed on the inside of us, that we are child, we are children of God, that we are seated in heavenly places far yeah. above all principalities and rules of darkness and spiritual holds of wickedness in Christ Jesus. Glory be unto God. Mm-hmm. You'll confidently begin to move. Glory be unto God. Boldly knowing that God has assigned me and appointed me and no devil and hell can shift me. No devil in hell can remove me. No devil in hell can yes. cause me to doubt. But I am confident in what God has placed on the inside of me and how he's going to use me for his glory. Hallelujah. Yes, my God. Listen, I'm ready. I'm ready to church now. <laughs> this is amazing. This is awful. And I truly appreciate um, you know, even in this interview, like this is a transparency because, you know, it's it's the transparency what helps to bring deliverance to people. Um, I think yes. we we've done a great job and social media has done a great job in painting, you know, just a snapshot of people's lives, um, in terms of sometimes seeming so perfect or they don't have any issues that people don't realize that, you know, hey, like, it's, it's the transparency, you know. Um, there is some things that happen behind the scene that you may not see. You know, you don't see when you're talking about the beauty for ashes. They only see the beauty, but they don't see the ashes. And so when you're speaking oh, yeah. now and being transparent, you are letting them know, hey, this is, this is this is Prophetess Kathy, you know, this is, this is what God has yeah. done um, for me, and he will continue to do for me as well as use you. You know, there's going to be a lot of things that he's going to, um, of course, you know, use you in and continue to use you in it. So I'm just truly grateful um, for you as well as for your yes to God. Amen. Amen. Now, one of the things I, as well, you mentioned, of course, that you are an author, and congratulations for all of the on all of the books that you have penned. And I know there will be more for you to pen as well. So we're grateful for that. Congratulations! But one of your um, the titles that really stuck out to me a lot was the aftermath, walking out your deliverance. I want yes. you just to share with us a little bit about yeah about this book as well as what do you hope that those who read the pages of this book would gain? Like, what do you, what, you know, what do you expect, what do you want them to get from, you know, reading this book? Amen. Um, what I notice in my process of going through deliverance is the fact that um, there's a lot of information out there about how to be delivered, the process of walking out your deliverance and why you should be delivered. But there wasn't, in, there wasn't, I didn't see any information about sustaining your deliverance because a lot of people will get free, but they will not stay free. <laughs> people would get delivered, but then return back to the bondage. And some will say they were never delivered, but but that is not true. Some will say, okay, they probably continue to have um, the demons on the inside of them and so forth, but we know that that's not true because in Matthew 12, if when you read Matthew 12, 45, 
It talks about the unclean spirit going out and then returning to the house from which it came because mm-hmm. the house had been empty, sweat, and put into order. Basically, there was nothing to sustain. There was nothing to tell to let that, that demon know that there was no vacancy. When you, uh, when mm-hmm. you come, when a demon, <laughs> when you receive deliverance from unclean spirit, automatically there's like a vacancy. And so what I want people to know that they have, there's, there's a process in how we remain delivered. It's not just getting delivered and thinking that now I can go back to doing the same things. Now you have to begin to take up your armor. Now you have to begin to yeah. sustain your deliverance. You have to let the, the unclean spirit know that there is no vacancy. The house was empty. The house was swept. The house was put into order, but it was put into order so that I can be filled with the presence. It was put in of God with the anointing of God. It was filled. It was filled with with the substance, the word of God. So there is no vacancy for you to return because when you begin to grab a hold of the word of God, you'll understand I have to take up my armor. I have to begin to, 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 to declare um, that God is contending against me. He will contend against those who contend against me, and he's going to save my children. I have to yeah. begin to declare the word of God that that I know that God is fighting for me, and no devil in hell can have me, my children, for who yeah. the Son sets free is free. Indeed, I have to walk in the righteousness of Christ. I'm crowned with righteousness. Yeah. I am crowned with the glory of God. Like, it's, it's understanding that your life has to be Filled with God, and you have to walk with the armor of God, and that has a lot to do with making sure you're covering your mind, making sure you're welcome, wearing the breastplate, making sure you're taking up the sword of the Spirit. It was just, it, it has so much information. I actually share my testimony, as a matter of fact, about deliverance. Um, my personal testimony, because, again, one of the things we talked about was transparency, and I understand the power mm-hmm. of transparency. It has the sharing your testimony. is sharing your testimony, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And so when you share mm-hmm. your testimony you, 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 on how the power of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, how the power of God has the ability to deliver, on how the power of God has the ability to even sustain your deliverance. Because one of the things that happens after deliverance is the enemy will attack your mind to make you feel like, mm-hmm. I was never delivered, that that mm-hmm. I, I'm never going to get set free from this, or, or to cause you to walk in the spirit of, of, of fear and open the doors again so that the, this is very complex, but, but open the door again so that now again these unclean spirits can gain access into your life and into your heart and, and basically cause you to lose the deliverance that you, you gain. But once we begin to understand the reason why I shared my testimony, the reason why I wrote this book, because I wanted people to understand that the power of God not only delivers you, but it sustains your deliverance. And there are tools that are put into place to help you sustain your deliverance. And God's word is very impactful and powerful in helping us to sustain our deliverance. And so I gather the information there and the tools that I use to help those 
who are probably who probably gone through deliverance and then are asking what now? What now? Yes, yes. My God, listen, you gave a whole lot of information and so those if you're tuning in, you know what, Prophet Kathy, I know you have a um, you have a mentorship program as well. Um does yes. your mentorship program also encompasses this. <laughs> like at first it's a bear listening and they're like, Hey, I'm in need of deliverance. I need someone to help me. Um, you know, 'cause I just want you to, to also talk a little bit about your um mentorship program as well. Because you did mention something that I I mean you mentioned a, a a lot that was important but really being able to sustain that deliverance and that is where a lot of people tend to fall along the wayside sometimes. And I tell people all the time it's important to try to live a consecrated life as much as possible because it helps you stay and get delivered. Um, yeah. So I just want you to talk a little bit about your mentorship program, what you have, um, or even if you have a program that assists, assists with persons who may be listening and who may say, hey, I'm in need of deliverance and I need help. I need someone to help me. Mm. Well, as far as the, the mentorship program, I do have a segment of the mentorship where I go through generation dealing with generational curses, as a matter of fact, and um, the tools that is necessary to be set free from generational curses. And so I, I actually walk the ladies through the process of, of doing that, those who are a part of the mentorship program. Um, and so one of the things that the Lord showed me um, is that we tend to build on a lot of faulty foundations. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay to, it's, it's necessary for us to encourage the person, motivate the person, but what happens is unless we deal with the foundation the person will continue mm-hmm. to deal with certain challenges within the bloodline. Even in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 10, like it, the Lord tells Jeremiah, see, I've called you to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, to build and to plant. So even before the building mm-hmm. the plant, he says you're going to root out. He says you're going to pull down. Yeah. He says you're going to destroy. He says you're going to throw down. Then he says you're going to build in your plant. But we're so quick to build and plant without rooting out the issues that mm-hmm. God is there in the first place. And so in the mentorship mm-hmm. program, um, I deal with fear. I deal with sabotage, like a lot of these things that hinder us from walking our divine destiny, walking in our purpose, um, walking in our mandate, walking in the assignment that God has handed to us. And so I tell, I say it's a lot of pulling down before I build. It's a lot of rooting out. It's a lot of destroying and throwing down before I build um, in the mentorship program. And so people, the, the women, the women of destiny do have access to these resources. Now, if somebody came in and said, I, want the, I would like deliverance, um, I, I definitely would have to look at the history because for me it's very important to know that you're grounded spiritually. You're grounded spiritually. Mm-hmm. What What is your background? Are you in ministry? Are you under leadership? Are you, are mm-hmm. or are you, wandering and then you're you want deliverance? I don't take on issues 
like that because it's complex because you have to be in a place where deliverance can be sustained, where you are continually being mm-hmm. fed. And to get delivered, you have to truly be, um, you have to have the word of God on the inside of you because in deliverance, faith is necessary because the process in itself when it comes to mm-hmm. deliverance, it can be mm-hmm. long-suffering. You have to be patient depending on what's in your background. If you have witchcraft in your background, voodoo in your background, Santa Maria in your background, if you have any juju, mm-hmm. those things, you have to expect that there's going to be a fight. And so yeah. um, the mindset transformation is important even before taking on a deliverance assignment. And so if someone desired deliverance and they weren't in ministry, I say come and sit in the ministry for three months at the Glory Center. Come and sit, attend our services, and receive the Word of God because the Word of God in itself is a a sword. So the Word of God has the ability to penetrate some of those issues, and, and it also has the ability to help the person be in a position where they can be grounded to receive deliverance. And so if they show me their commitment, then I will war with them because you have to be committed to the process. If you show me your commitment that I can come to service, I will war with you and assist you in the process. And that's, that's one of the demonstrations that comes with whether or not a person should get receive deliverance if they're just wanting mm-hmm. deliverance. It has to be commitment because you have to be committed to the process because the process can be weary. But understanding that despite the process being weary, you already know your outcome. You already know that you're victorious. You already know that, that Christ already became the sin. He was already nailed to the cross, and every sin, every accusation that the enemy has towards you no longer stands. So you already know you're walking in a victorious outcome. And so if if, if you can be committed, and then you can, you can see that God has already declared your deliverance has already set, been set by the blood of Jesus, and walk in a victory mm-hmm. what God has done. And so that's usually what I do when it comes to those who desire deliverance. Wow. I think that's really good. And it's really, um, it's wisdom. You know, when you talk about being able to sit for three months, <laughs> like that definitely will weed out people who's really not interested or really yes. don't want to be committed to the process versus someone who's just saying, you know, I can't take this. I want deliverance just to be able to live however they, you know, want to live. <laughs> And I do love the fact that, like you mentioned, even your mentorship group, um, you know, you you deal with the rooting and the foundation because, like you say, a lot of people, they're building on these foundations that isn't solid and it still causes a problem. It still causes um, where you're not able to be aligned with really what God has for you to be doing or how he has you to function in your full capacity. Yeah. Um, so I think that is so, so great um, what you're doing. Awesome, awesome information as well. Um, now, one of the things I want to know for you, Prophet Kathy, you have, you know, I know you have a whole lot of com- accomplishments and a lot of things that you do. Um, what would be, or what would you consider to be one of your biggest accomplishments to date thus far? 
Wow. One of the major accomplishments. <laughs> um, I would have to say, for me, when it comes to, um, I guess, that's a tough one because there's so many areas. When I think about the fact that the Lord has led me to write several books, um, to I've penned several books and I've co-authored books for marriage with my husband, as a matter of fact, and I also have some books that's not listed um, on the biography that deals with um, you say you say. Autism, I say awesomeness, and that has a lot to do with my background in as an advanced registered nurse practitioner in neurology. Um, I, I I would have to say, like that is one of them. <laughs> that is definitely one of them. But I, I'll I'll go with this. This is where I'll go with this. One of the major um, achievements to date. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so tough. It has to be the fact that. It has to be the mentorship program. I'm torn, but it has to be a mentorship program. And I look at it as coming from a place where um, I was broken, coming from a place where Mm -hmm. I I couldn't see God using me, the Lord using me, coming from a place where I was even confused about my own, like, purpose and my own assignment in the kingdom of God and um, how coming from a place where I didn't realize that the Lord had a destiny for for me, had a plan for me to a place where now I understand this and I can help transform the hearts and minds of others. This right now, Mm -hmm. because of the Lord, is the greatest achievement because I'm encouraged when women and the women of destiny, the women of destiny is major as well, but also I have teachings, which I do, which is key to the next dimension on um, social media and on TikTok. And when this, when, when a teaching goes forth and people are saying, like, I see now, I understand now, I needed this word. This is my situation. I, I felt when people are testifying on how chains are being broken, their lives are changed. Mm-hmm. Their lives has changed. How they their perspective has changed. Their hearts have changed. When people are talking about God is speaking to them, ministering to them in a way that they truly understand and they see what was holding them up from advancing, being set free, walking in their total deliverance, going forward, walking in their assignment. This encourages me because I understand that I am advancing the kingdom of God, and my goal is to advance the kingdom of God and to do his work and to also build up those who God has called who are assigned to destiny helpers because the only reason those the people who remain gridlocked out of their destiny is because the enemy doesn't want them to connect to who they've been assigned to. The enemy doesn't want them to be the, the generational curse breaker. The enemy doesn't want them to mm-hmm. walk 
in their full potential because he knows that they walk in their full potential. He no longer has power and authority over them. He no longer has right to their bloodline and their children. He no longer has power over of eternity over their health, their finances, and their lives. And that the power of God has been shifted back into their back into the hands of God. And so this, by far, is I have to agree. The more that I elaborate on it, I know I was torn. But the more that I elaborate on it, it, it is a great achievement, one of the greatest achievements for me. Wow. I believe that it is. Anytime that you're able to, you know, impact the lives of others and really just to bring transformation, like that's key, you know, once you're able to bring forth transformation. And so, you know, we're just, I'm just grateful that you have decided to, you know, allow God to use you. You know, you picked up that mantle and just running with it. So I am happy to hear that, you know, you're making um, the strides and impact. Um, so I'm happy to hear that. Prophetess Kathy, this has been an amazing interview. You definitely left us with a lot of uh, wisdom, revelation, um, just a lot of nuggets that we can all take and apply to our lives. And so I'm grateful to you for that. So thank you so much um, for that and for joining me and just coming on to, and not just even inspire, but I, I'm sure what you would have said, I even brought some deliverance to people because I tell people all the time, divine deliverance is not necessarily always um, you falling out on the floor and having convulsions. Sometimes it's having a conversation that's going to help you. Um, you know, bring light into your mind, you know, illumination to the mind. That helps. Yeah. And so thank you so, so much for that. Um, I know we talked about your mentorship program, but I just want you to let our um, listening audience know of any other events that you may have, any events that you have going on, um, as well as give them your social media handles for ways in which they can connect or stay connected with you. Oh, yes, definitely. Um and again, I'm I'm excited about this opportunity. And I want to say thank you for the opportunity for me to be able to 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 share um, not only bits and pieces of my testimony, but definitely some nuggets that's important for the kingdom of God. Um, uh, as far as connecting with me, they, you all can connect with me. And I also want to say thank you for those of you who are listening and joining. Um, Dr. Tavera and I today, make sure you catch her other broadcasts as well because there are other phenomenal ministers of God, women of God, um, individuals who, emergent leaders who Dr. Tavera um, is going to be having on the broadcast. But thank you for coming in. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook, and it's my first and last name, Kathy Remy, C-A-T-H-Y Remy, R-E-M-Y. Um, you can also follow me on Kathy and Remy Ministries, um, as a matter of fact, on Facebook. And that's my website, KathyNRemyMinistries.com, um, and as well as TikTok and Instagram. It's under my first and last name. Um, you can also uh, register. I have a conference that's coming up on Eventbrite. It's called Accelerate Her Health, and this is going to be Friday, November 11th, and Saturday, November 12th. It is Accelerate Her, and on Friday we're going to have powerful worship. Um, we're going to have powerful testimonies in addition to 
um, our guest speaker, Dr. Cheryl Powell. And on Saturday, again, we're going to have powerful worship, which definitely um, I'm excited about that, um, from dance worship to flag worship to um, praise and worship. Um, and, and, and also Dr. Valerie Moore will be ministering on Saturday night, mm-hmm. in addition to powerful testimonies even prior to that. So it's going to be such a phenomenal event, and it's Accelerate Her, because when a, and men are invited, but Accelerate Her, one of the things the Lord is saying in, in this season, I want to realign my daughters. I want to accelerate them, to thrust them, to cause them to go forward, to cause them to advance, to no longer to be stagnant, no longer be in a place of Lodabar when you are stagnant and not able to go forward. And the Lord said that this is the season that we be thrusted forward to walk in our divine mandate, to walk in the the purpose which God has declared over our lives, for no purpose of ours can be thwarted. And so accelerate her yeah. is basically to catapult us there in boldness and confidence. And when the Lord gave me the vision about this conference, one of the things, it was the breaking of the chains. It was the deliverance because you can't accelerate with dead weight. A lot of our, us are anchored by the past. We are anchored by yeah. our, um, our experiences. And the Lord said the dead weight has to go. The anchor has to go mm-hmm. in order for you to be accelerated forward. And so I'm looking forward to the Accelerator Conference. Um, um, I myself am looking forward to receive the pouring in. And so you all can register on Eventbrite in order to um, register for the conference. On Friday, it's absolutely free. But understand, the seating is limited, but it's absolutely free. On Saturday, there is a fee, but um, it's not much for the experience that is going to that you're going to have. So I encourage you to register to be accelerated in this season, catapulted in this season. Amen. Amen. Amazing. Listen, y'all, make sure I go ahead and follow Prophet Kathy as well as. Go to attend the events. I know they are going to be explosive. Um, I know Valerie Moore. She's awesome, awesome. There's an awesome testimony. Um, so I know, you know, persons will definitely be blessed. And go ahead and sign up for the mentorship um, program. You'll be delivered and set free. <laughs> um, <laughs> so go ahead and connect with um, Prophetess Kathy Remy. Uh, so for everyone, just thank you so much for tuning in to my amazing show today. If this is your first time listening in, I pray this won't be a last. And, of course, to my faithful listening audience, you know, I love you. I appreciate you being here with us every Tuesday um, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so for those who would also like to connect with me, my social media handle is Savara Johnson or Dr. Savara Johnson under um, for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as TikTok. Um, so go ahead and connect. I have some amazing things going on. Also, be sure to tune in on Mondays at 12 noon on Instagram as well as YouTube. I am doing leadership moments where I speak about all things um, leadership. We talk about how to manage employees, you know, ways to increase influence. There's a whole lot of things that will be happening on there. Also, um, I have a... Um, so I have, I have a series of trainings that are coming up for those who are new and aspiring managers. 
Um, the name of it is the Management Toolbox. So go ahead. Like I said, stay connected so you're able to um, join. But if you desire to connect with me, you can do so at info at TavarraJohnson.com. You can visit my website at TavarraJohnson.com as well, or you can just inbox me or DM me, and I look forward to connecting with you all. Everyone, again, thank you so much. I love you all. Blessings, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at tavarajohnson.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining.